fighting for freedom every day. They are absolutely desperate to pretend the last four years never happened and for them to go back to what they like to do before, which is create these massive spending bills to pretend that it's really, really important to you when you only get about 5% of what's in the bill and they can't do it because we're aware of it. We're paying attention to it and they don't like that. This is The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Hey, welcome into The Voice of Reason. It is. I'm Andy Hoosier. Great to have you along for the ride today. It is a uh, Friday. We need to have themed days back on this show. We haven't had that in a while. Maybe like a Freaky Friday or uh, we used to have the Free For All Friday. But that was when we would take phone calls. Now that we're on numerous different times on numerous different stations, it doesn't really help to be able to take phone calls. So we can't really do a Free For All of whatever you want to talk about. Although you can still email me. And we can do it that way, maybe. I don't know. But we need to have some kind of themed show every single day. But it's a Friday, so let's make it happen, baby. Welcome back in. Broadcasting live out of the heart of the nation here in Wichita, Kansas. Right here on our flagship radio station all over the country. Radio, TV, and live streaming. Plus, we have the podcast as well on our social media at Hoosier Reason on Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, LinkedIn. Not on Parlor until that's back up. But, yeah, also on the website at HoosierReason.com. So, big show lined up for you today. Got a lot going on. On a Friday, when you're trying to get zoned out, you're trying to maybe warm back up after the crazy cold weather of the week. But yet they don't stop. They just don't stop. Coming up on the program, bottom of the hour, we have Martin Kimmett. He is the County Republican Party Chair for Park County, Wyoming. And we're excited to have him on the program. So, we'll do that here in just a little bit. But... The slander, the hate, the vile, foaming at the mouth, beady red eyes of the Democrat Party continues. And you would think that after a while, you would calm down, especially when you have the rhetoric from a Joe Biden of, oh, we want to get along. Uh, I'm going to try and do my Joe. I guess you, there's really no one impersonation of Joe Biden, except for maybe like, oh, I like kids touching my legs. I mean, <laughs> what else do you want from Joe Biden? There, But he's trying to promote the message of unity he's trying to promote the message of let's all get together and let's work together and let's find common ground again and let's bring everybody back and unite and blah, 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 blah. that's why we saw the super bowl commercial with what's his face about trying to learn right in the center of the country we're right in the center of the country we're gonna find a way to get together again when it doesn't really work obviously with the vile hatred foaming at the mouth of rabies the democrats have been spreading since really the last couple of months when donald trump has been on his way exited from the door so there is that while they're trying to continue with the hatred and the oppression of the Republican Party. It really begs the question, at what point is the breaking point for not just the Democrat Party, but the country as a whole? And I want to give you an analogy. And the best way to do it is usually in a sports analogy. I used to play baseball quite a bit, played all the way up through high school, was thinking about going to college with baseball. And then I realized that politics was way more fun. <laughs> but all the way through really T-ball, all the way up to high school, I played baseball, I was a pitcher. I was a second baseman. I was a shortstop. And it was a blast. And I loved it. What's your goal when you play baseball? If you're a pitcher, you want to be able to per, uh, pitch a perfect game. If you are love batting and hitting the ball, then your goal was to be able to hit as many home runs as possible. When you didn't have any score from the other team, you wanted to do a shutout. I mean, it was always trying to be that purest, the perfect game of your life, to have no errors, to do the best that you possibly could. You strive for that. You practice for it. You go for hours trying to field ground balls. You go for hours trying to pitch until your arm is sore, until you can no longer do so. I remember those days. But you practice. And one of those days, maybe sometimes you could be able to get to the point where you get close 
or sometimes you could actually make it happen where you pitch that perfect game, where you hit that home run, where you have zero errors in that game, you get on base every time you get up to bat, and you have that perfect game for yourself. And then are you satisfied at the end of the day? No, you want more because that's the hunger of a, of a really an athlete, of anybody. That's the DNA of an American. We want to build the biggest roller coaster. We want to build the biggest city. We want to have the most efficient product. We want to have the best customer service as a business owner. We want to have the most entertaining radio show. No matter what field that you're in, you want to excel to do the best because that's in our DNA as an American. When the country begins to crumble, you do the best that you possibly can to build that up to make it the biggest, the baddest, the best, the fastest, the strongest, the whatever, because that's what we do. And the rest of the world may laugh at us because of it, but you know what? We kick ass at doing it. And that's what we're all about. Now let's take that to the political realm. The Democrats right now are going for the absolute purest, perfect mindset of a utopian power of let's crush the enemy. Let's crush the enemy. What are we coming up against right now? We have the demonization of Donald Trump that we've seen for really the last four years and beyond. But right now, right now, what have we seen? The impeachment trial. The se- I, let me rephrase that. The second impeachment, the impeachment trial from the U.S. Senate. Now that we have two of them, did you see that now they're trying to pass a bill that's it's not necessarily directed towards Donald Trump, but the House Democrats have introduced the bill to bar twice impeached former presidents from being buried at Arlington National Cemetery. Oh, yes. Oh, we're not just really pointing the fingers at one guy or another, but if you've been impeached twice by the House of Representatives, then you're probably not the best guy, and therefore you should not have the honor of being buried at Arlington National Cemetery. <laughs> You don't know who could possibly go under that category of being impeached twice from the U.S. House of Representatives when Donald Trump actually is the one and only one in the United States history. So that's just, the again, rubbing the salt in the wound, going for that purest. We're not going just to just win. We're going to rub the salt in the wound and just go after you as much as possible. The push to expel elected Republican officials that tried to challenge the Electoral College in the Senate and in the House. You can't be here. You are part of a conspiracy. We will shut you down. We will destroy you. The lawsuits that are continuing on. Now they've tried a private lawsuit against Donald Trump. Uh, Dominion going against Donald Trump and his team, against Lynn Wood, against Sidney Powell, against Rudy Giuliani, trying to say, oh, you guys went after my company for slander, for whatever else. We're going to come after you. Going after Donald Trump himself for challenging the election because how dare you do said thing. Now what do we see? We see Ted Cruz, which optics don't necessarily look the best, but Ted Cruz going down to Cancun while everybody's out of power. Oh, my. Oh, my. Which, by the way, I do have an audio clip of what he said on his return. Blankets and wrapped up and, and no lights and no heat, so everyone had flashlights. We had candles going. That's an experience Texans all across our state had. Um, we were... By the, by the second day, we were clustered around the fireplace as the only source of, of, of heat, uh, and, and so huddled up in, in jackets and, and by the fireplace. And, and our girls, when they got the news that school was canceled this week, uh, they said, look, why don't we, t- why don't we take a trip? Let's, let's, let's go somewhere where it's not so cold. And, and Heidi and I... This had been a tough week, and this has been a tough year for kids, kids all across the state of Texas. And so we were trying to be good parents and said, okay, uh, we'll do it. And so we, we booked the flight. You know, I have to admit, 
I started having second thoughts almost the moment I sat down on the plane because on the one hand, all of us who are parents have a responsibility to take care of our kids, take care of our family. That's something Texans have been doing across the state. But I also have a responsibility that I take very seriously of, of fighting for the state of Texas and, and, and frankly, leaving when so many Texans were hurting. Uh, didn't feel right, and so I, I changed my return flight and, and, and flew back. All right, that was Ted Cruz and his response. I have to admit, I love Ted Cruz to death. That was a terrible response. Can we just throw that out there? This is kind of a side note before we get back to the main point here, but that's that was a terrible response. What you should have done, Senator Ted Cruz, as much as everybody loves you, because the Democrats, again, foaming at the mouth, beady red eyes, trying to go after you, are now using that as an excuse of conservatives don't care about the people that have lost power in the state of Texas. They don't care about their own constituents. Which, as we know, is definitely not true in any way, shape, or form. And the way the media is presented this is, oh, he returned because of the media and the social media reaction. You are fake news. Which we know is absolutely not the case as well. What you should have done was sent a message and said, you know what, I'm being a parent. My kids were cold. They were out of power. They were out of water. We didn't need to stick around. We went to Cancun for a couple of days. Our team is continuously working for the state of Texas. I'm continuously working while I'm in Cancun to help out with the state of Texas. We're here for you and doing everything we can, but we got away for a little bit because, heaven forbid, Joe Biden's in his basement for the next four days and refused to come to Texas because, well, we just don't want to put a burden on him. Really? Because I'm pretty sure George W. Bush showed up to 9-11 and, and showed up to New York City the day after 9-11 or the day of 9-11 and said, we're here for you guys. We're going to make this happen. He was there. Damn the uh, uh, the difficulties and the struggles that is and the obstacles that you have to with all the messaging and all the different people you have to send down there to get set up for the security and so on and so forth. Now with it, you're there. You're not going to do anything. You're going to be like turning people's electricity on. You're going to be working out there with the electric guys with the hat on and climbing the poles. And hey, I think I can see my house from here. That going to be the Joe Biden? I'm pretty sure it's not going to. So you know what? He's missing out. You can say I'm helping out. My administ- my staff is still helping out. I'm doing the thing. But until then, my kids were cold. They wanted to get out and get away for a little bit. So being a good parent, I did so and I obliged. I'm still working on the job. Have a good day. I'll be back in a couple of days. Don't apologize. But the optics were bad, so therefore he returned because he felt guilty about it. Whether you believe his statement or not, doesn't really matter. I don't care. But it's just another excuse for the Democrats to go after, because that's what they like to do. Then we see Rush Limbaugh, the vile hatred. I can't even watch it. I haven't read it. I haven't seen it. I don't want to. I don't want anything to do with it, because it's just stupid how bad they've gone after Rush Limbaugh. At what point, to circle all of this back around, when you practice and you practice and you practice, to try and be the best you can on the baseball field, and you have that perfect game. That's not what the Democrats did here. They got lucky with their wins in the House. They got lucky with their wins in the Senate, whether you believe the fraud part of it or whether it's just because they got lucky. They got lucky, I would say more fraudulent-wise, when it came to Joe Biden winning the election with 80 million-plus votes because I don't see people voting for a guy that can't remember the color red. I'm just throwing it out there. Regardless, you used every card in your hand to win these elections. Every single one. You pulled out no stops to try and beat Donald Trump because you were that desperate to beat him. It wasn't by practice. It wasn't by knowing the system. It was just by using every playbook or every play in the playbook that you possibly could have because you had nothing else to give and you were that desperate to get him out. Now what? By oppressing 
and stomping down the opposition does not unite, number one, which is obvious and evident and commonsensical. But what it does is it strains the party itself that's in power that's doing so. you got to remember, as much as they like it or not, we are in a constitutional republic. We live by the Constitution of the United States. We have a two-party system, and they will never have full control forever. They have control of Congress. They have control of the presidency. They may try to stack the courts and do what they have to do there. But we have to remember it's not going to last long because eventually, one way or another, people stand up and say, we can't do that any longer. The pendulum swings the other direction. It happens at states. It happens in cities. It happens at the federal government. Even when you try to rig the system for your benefit, it blows up in your face at some point. I'm a firm believer that karma comes around and that you get what you sow and that you reap what you sow because you put it out into the universe or just the bad karma or the bad mood you or whatever you believe in comes back to bite you at the end of the day. And when you continuously try to stomp out people, then you come back and it bites you tenfold. At what point... On the Democrat side, and I'm curious here, as they go farther to the left, while they trample Ted Cruz because he left, but AOC raised a million dollars for nonprofit organizations to help people in Texas that are out of power and out of electricity and that are freezing down there, and oh, what a great job she's done, and oh, what a savior she is, and she's going to go down and visit Texas next week, even before the President of the United States. Oh, AOC, she is a savior. Thank you, AOC. The optics are on the favor of the Democrats, but at what point... Do people realize that it's all for show, it's absolutely political, it means absolutely nothing, and that their oppression of the other side is going to blow up in their face? At what time do the Democrats shoot themselves in the foot so badly they can't stand up any longer? It's the ultimate question, isn't it? The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier with The Voice of Reason. Fighting for conservative principles seems more difficult all the time. The progressive left seems to find new and creative ways to limit freedom, abuse power, and trample the Constitution each and every day. That's why we need the knowledge, resources, and common sense to push back. And we can help with that. Visit our website at HoosierReason.com. There's some really great stuff for you. You can read the latest blog discussing topical issues and current events. Let us know your thoughts by filling out our monthly survey. Keep track of what I might be doing or where I may be speaking. Listen to the podcast of your favorite guest or show. And check out our latest Voice of Reason product infomercials. Plus, you can find upcoming show schedules and guest lineups to plan your radio listening appropriately. And finally, make sure to become a Hoosier-holic by subscribing to the free newsletter. Stay up to date on the latest news of the show, fun facts of the month, and learn new ways to defend and preserve this great republic. It's all there at HoosierReason.com. Again, HoosierReason.com. Go check it out. Why? Because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. Want to reach out to the show? A big part of the program is you, and we want to hear from you. Let us know your thoughts of the show, maybe a guest we've had on the program, or my favorite, when you disagree with something that I talk about. You can email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or send us a message through our website at HoosierReason.com. The show's not about me. It's about you. So be heard and be your own voice of reason. Again, email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or find our contact information at HoosierReason.com. Miss part of the show? Don't worry about it. There's plenty of ways to catch the program, and here's how you can do it. First, make sure to tune in every day right here on your favorite radio station. We're here for you. Second, subscribe to the podcast on any of your favorite sites. YouTube and iTunes, Spotify and Google Play, TuneIn, Podbean, and more. Have the show automatically downloaded to your favorite device. Last, visit our website at HoosierReason.com. You can listen to the podcast, catch our special features, and more. It's the voice of reason on radio, TV, and online, helping you defend and preserve this great Republic.
You're listening to the Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Right, welcome back into the program. 24 minutes past the hour. Thanks for hanging out with us today, radio and TV. Plus, we have the live streaming going on as well. Podcast thereafter. Thanks for joining us on a crazy Friday. We do have the live stream going on on most of our social media. Make sure to check it out. Facebook Live, YouTube Live, and Twitch are really the big ones. You can find us on twitch.tv at Hoosier Reason. Got some comments going there. Ted isn't doing blankety blank. Lion Ted, I don't trust. I didn't know this was the brown nosing, whatever. What exactly is Ted Cruz supposed to do? That's my question. I mean, if he's supposed to be there, he's a legislator, which means he's in D.C. that passes legislation. Obviously, he's one guy. There's two senators, just to let you know, out of Texas and the U.S. Congress or in the U.S. Senate. There are two of them from Texas. What can you do with a panel of 100 of them on the floor? And what can you do with two guys out of Texas? Be like, hey! We need to, like, turn power back on and stuff. He's supposed to be up there, like, climbing the towers? I don't exactly understand what he's supposed to do. I mean, same with Joe Biden. I don't want him in Texas because that just puts kind of a bad stain in Texas by Joe Biden showing up anyways. But I just do find it ironic. Like, he cancels four days of travel because, well, we don't want to be a burden to Texas. We don't want to travel down there. So we're just going to hang out. And no flack there, but, I mean, Ted Cruz, oh, my gosh, he left for Cancun. How could we possibly do so? He's out of power. He's Oh, by the way, he left his – and your little dog, too. He left his dog in the house. Oh, man. Oh, man. Yeah, at the same time, I see the stories of where they try to say Ted Cruz – while Ted Cruz leaves, a six-year-old dies in a trailer with no power because he froze to death and he died from the cold because of how terrible – What makes me sad and concerned is that we look towards, again, and we've mentioned this many times before on the program, that we have to look towards the government to save us. Save us, government. You're my only hope. Save us, government. Please save us, elected official. You're my only hope. Why isn't my power back on? Why isn't my food on my table? Why isn't the money in my bank? Why isn't my car working? Why isn't my health care taken care of? Save me, government. You're my only hope. I mean, not to sound like crass here, but if your power's out and you're cold, start a damn fire. I, I mean... Is that bad? As I've mentioned before, I'm more kind of a independent survivalist where I cannot wait to just kind of live off the grid and do my own thing and still do the radio show, obviously, but do it for my own power supply and do it for my own thing. Obviously, that takes money and time. It's a work in progress. But why would I blame the government if my power goes out? Now, what I do blame the government for is what's happening here in the state of Kansas, where Kansas natural gas is not a regulated commodity. So based on supply and demand, it goes up and fluctuates on cost. And now we went from a three dollar per cubic foot cost of natural gas for during the crisis, a $600 per cubic foot on natural gas. And towns that spend anywhere from $1.5 to $2 million in natural gas for a year are now looking at a $10 million natural gas bill for like a six-day stint. Cities can't handle it. Businesses shut down because they can't afford it. Individuals are looking at anywhere between a twelve dollars to $2,500 gas bill when it's usually like 50 bucks. That kind of stuff's concerning, which is, again, why I don't want to depend on you jerks. I want to do it myself because the government controls it, yet they allow them to do the sleazy stuff they usually do here in Kansas. They're also debating on, like, electricity of, well, if you have solar panels, we're going to charge you more because you're not taking from us, but you're actually on your own. So we're just going to make you charge more to compensate for the lack of us sending you energy. That's the kind of stupid stuff that's going on in government because government doesn't know how to solve issues. They only know how to cause more Issues. So for those to be like, Ted Cruz left Cancun and he's not taking care of things and there's people that are suffering. What exactly is he supposed to do? 
I don't quite understand. That's why I, that's why I think the response that he did was kind of a lame excuse, and the optics look terribly bad, and you definitely fed into the Democrats. You're a seasoned politician, Ted Cruz, and I love you to death, brother, but you know better than that. Don't buy into that garbage. Well, you know, I'm sorry I left. I just felt bad, and all my kids. And just be like, hey, power's out. I have, uh, uh, luckily, the ability to leave and get away from that and go to some little bit warmer weather for a couple of days. My staff's still working on things. If you need anything, I'm working remotely, but I need power and electricity to do so, so I'm going to go to Cancun. Stick to your guns, man. Stick to it. Democrats do that, and they get away with everything. So why can't we play the same kind of game? Martin Kimmett, Park County Republican Party out of Wyoming. He'll be joining us here right after the break on The Voice of Reason. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. While you listen to the delightful broadcast of The Voice of Reason, don't forget to check us out and follow us on all of our social media sites. Whether you're using Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Minds.com, or Instagram, we're there for you. Find us at Hoosier Reason on any of your social media platforms. You'll see special commentary, links to the articles and news that we use on the show, and videos of the broadcast. Plus, you can directly send us a message on social media during the show to let me know your thoughts. Many already do, and it's a great chat room for all of our great listeners. And you can always sign up for the Patreon site to get exclusive content, maybe hear show products before we air them on the radio, and a lot more. And when you support us on Patreon, you also help the show be able to fight for conservative values each and every day. So it's a win-win. Just find us at Hoosier Reason on all of your social media platforms, or you can find a link to all of our social media sites on our website at HoosierReason.com. We know you're on social media already, so bring some reason into your day. Why? Because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do. When Reason Meets Radio. You're listening to The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Darn right you are. Welcome back into the program. Thanks for hanging out today on a Friday, the greatest day of the entire week. And yes, we say that every single day because every day is a day where you need to carpe diem or seize the day or just kick some ass or whatever you need to do. So welcome into the program. Thanks for hanging out. Radio and TV. Plus, we have the live streaming. We are on numerous different places all over the country, growing every single day. So thank you for that. Which is a reminder, if you have yet to do so, or maybe you're just tuning into the show for the first time, then first off, welcome in. You're in for a treat! <laughs> With your Millennial General reporting for duty each and every day. We do have our newsletter coming up here in about a week or so. Can you believe uh, February is almost over? Yeah. Newsletter's totally free. Just go to HoosierReason.com, H-O-O-S-E-R, Reason.com. Sign up for the newsletter. Become a Hoosier-holic. We'll send you a newsletter at the beginning of each month recapping things that we've done on the show. We'll have our monthly blog. We'll have some civic holidays for the coming months, some motivational things on there. We'll talk about who we've talked to on the show, what's coming up the next one. We'll have our uh, just a whole bunch of stuff on there. Totally free. We won't spam you all the time. Just once a month with our newsletter, just go to HoosierReason.com. It'll pop up and say, do you want to become a Hoosier-holic? You say, heck yeah, I do. Type in your email, and it's all done, just like that. So we got a lot of people that sign up each month, and we thank you for that each and every month as well. You can also follow us on our social media, again, at Hoosier Reason on all of these social media sites. The big ones we're pushing right now is, of course, YouTube and our Twitch page, our Facebook as well. That's always kind of there. I, I'm more active on during the day on my social media on Facebook because that's easy to share things and talk. Don't do a whole lot with Twitter, but we have it. Who's your reason? And then for the video feeds, we have our YouTube and our Twitch page. 
both of them at Hoosier Reason. When you go on there, you can find it, subscribe, notify yourself whenever we do go live each and every day, and we appreciate you very much for doing so. All right, let's get into some of the current events here. What do you say? What's trending today? What's trending today is the big question is at what breaking point do the Democrats go too far to the left and swing the pendulum too far and break themselves, which will happen, by the way. It's just a matter of when, not if. And the second question is how can Republicans rebuild ourselves after the devastating hits that we've taken over the last few months and the suppression that the media and the Democrats are going after with us right now? What's the way forward? And can the Republican Party reunite with its base? Can the Republican Party find its outlet with the Republican base again? And can we merge the two between the establishment, elites, whatever you want to call them, Republican Party, like the Mitt Romney types or the Liz Cheney types or the Lisa Murkowski types or the Susan Collin types, where they're just trying to go along to get along? And I like what Democrats are doing, but I'm a Republican, as opposed to the 75 million people that voted for Donald Trump and said, yeah, no, we're not dealing with that. How do we merge the two? The donor class versus the voter class, which has really been an ongoing debate within the Republican Party. So to talk about all that and more, I'm excited to have on the program. He is the chairman for the Park County, Wyoming Republican Party, which I love because I grew up in Park County, Colorado, which is exciting. So he's the chairman for the Park County, Wyoming Republican Party. Mr. Martin Kimmett with us here. Martin, how are you, my friend? I'm good, Andy. Thank you. Hey, I appreciate you coming on the show. It's great to have you on here. Republicanism. Can the Republican Party find its way back to appeal to the average voter? I mean, you're from Wyoming. I'm from Kansas. I mean, we we have listeners all over the place, but we're in the middle of the country. We're the, the good old boys, the good old class that just wants to go to work, make a living, put food on the table, and provide for our family. Can the Republican Party appeal to us again, or have they gone too far to the donor class of whatever the donors want we do? Well, I, I would say. It kind of depends on who you call the Republican Party. Here in Wyoming, we call the Republican Party the grassroots people. Mm-hmm. Um, we know that the power is wielded by some money people in different states, and, and there's a big push here in Wyoming. But we've been fortunate enough to be at the grassroots level, take over a lot of these uh, county central committees, um, and and take over the the state central committee to the point where we have a lot of conservatives there. So we have a great base, a great Republican base here. Um, I think we should be a model for a lot of states out there that want to do the same thing. But it it sure as heck can be done because I've seen it um, during my tenure as chairman here in Park County. Sure. Uh, You're absolutely right. Well, the problem is it's a good and bad thing that we have is the Republican Party, as you mentioned, is a grassroots party. We do so well at the local and statewide levels. That's why three quarters of the governors across the nation are Republican. The majority, three quarters of the legislatures across the country are Republican because we do really well at the state and local levels to where it's you and I, just the average Americans actually going out and just campaigning or running for office or trying to make a difference. We do so well at that, but we seem to struggle a little bit when it gets to the federal level because we have a hard time uniting all the ideas from state to state to state, uniting them under an umbrella, and then trying to push that forward for an agenda at the federal level. We do so much better at the grassroots than at the local campaigns, don't we? Well, I agree with that. And we've always been, it's always easier to visit with your neighbor. The trouble we get into when, in my estimation or my view, 
when we get into looking at, at the national offices, is people that run for those offices um, have a name recognition. They have a lot of money behind them, and and they're they're not the same as the grassroots people. And and if you want to talk about uniting the party, we have to get back to that grassroots. The grassroots people are are getting involved more and more and more. We see that um, here. Uh, here in Wyoming, we see it in, in, in our neighboring states, Montana, North Dakota, South Dakota, Idaho. Sure. Um, but, you know, we, we can just take uh, Representative uh, Liz Cheney, for example. Um, you know, her, her father was uh, was vice president of the United States. There was a lot of recognition. There's tremendous money behind her. Um, and and the, the Wyoming electorate elected her to the House of Representatives, but I'll guarantee they're sure um, they're sure looking at, at the other side of the card and wondering why they did it. Um, and I don't think they'd do that again. Yeah, kind of second guessing that one. I mean, she's unfortunately kind of gone a direction that we don't like to see with the Republican Party, the same that we've seen with Mitt Romney and Susan Collins and Lisa Murkowski. And, uh, but a lot of those are on their way out, aren't they? I mean, we saw during the Trump administration the last four years, we saw a lot of those "quote unquote" moderate Republicans that that tried to fight against Republican values in many ways. You know, Jeff Flake and John McCain, although he, you know, unfortunately passed. But I mean, Jeff Flake, for one example, others that just didn't go along with the party, and they finally got exposed for it. Maybe it was because of Trump. Maybe it was, it was because of the populist movement. They kind of got squeezed out of the party, which, in my opinion, is good because we need to kind of hold our values of conservatism. And if you don't fight for that, then you need to kind of move on and do your own thing. But we really did see a rise up of weight. You're not advocating for the party values. You don't necessarily need to be there, and I think that's going to continue on for a while. Well, I, I somebody said the other day, you know, we elect these people and we send them back there and let them do what they want to do, and there's no accountability. And I scratched my head and said, yeah, we elected them, we sent them back there. They better do what we want them to do, um, and it and it's incumbent on us to hold them accountable. And the only way we can hold them accountable. Um, is it is, is it the polling place in when we when we vote? Yeah. And I I talk to a lot of people, Andy, and there's only a handful that would vote for Liz Cheney. Yeah, she, <laughs> she she's just not very darn popular here. Of course, she never spends any time here either. But she didn't do the will of the people, mm-hmm. and she say she voted her conscience, and that's fair enough. But um. I disagree with that. She said, "There's things that we don't know." Well, tell us what we don't know. Sure. You know, it just and she won't do that. She she has this this gray area. You know, you just believe me because I'm Liz Cheney, and and I'm sorry, uh, Miss Cheney, but it, it just doesn't work that way. Either you you prove what you did and prove to me that you did the right thing. It wasn't constitutional. Anybody that reads the Constitution, I read it three or four times the other day to find to see what I was missing there. And 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 I, I'm not a stupid fellow, and, and um, I couldn't see where she did the right thing by the Constitution. Yeah. So we have to hold them accountable, and and that's the way we're gonna that's the way we're gonna get control. And they were scared to death of President Trump yeah. um, because he was a conservative. He wasn't the old guard, and and he just did a lot of great things, and and people start seeing that, 
and they're going to, and they united around him. Um, yeah. So no, I agree. We're talking. You know, we're talking with Martin Kimmick, current uh, chairman for the Park County Wyoming Republican Party. Uh, with with this, and that's the big question. I mean, I hope you're right. The fact that we hold our elected officials accountable, and I think that we do in states like Wyoming, states like Kansas, states like Nebraska, uh, it, with the center of the country, because we're fired up. I mean, there's still a lot of people that are very angry that Donald Trump didn't win this election, and then the oppression that we're seeing from the other side by trying to expel those that try to challenge the Electoral College, trying to go after Republicans that want to question the status quo or kind of continue to bring this stuff up because they're evil conspiracy theories or whatever that they believe, but they're they're really going after the, we didn't just win, we're going to rub the salt in the wound, which I don't think is going to be well for the Democrat Party. Now's the time kind of for the Republicans to strike and really take back control of the dialogue, isn't it? Well, absolutely. Look at look at what happened in Montana, and I grew up in Montana, and they, you know, they they retained their Senate seat. They they elected a, a Republican governor for the first time in a long time, and and Greg Gianforte's seat they they kept uh, with Matt Rosendale. He, uh, they elected him. They elected all the top people in government there at the state level are Republicans now, which hasn't happened for a long time. Sure. Um, are aware that the, and it just has, we just have to become more proactive and start right there at the ground. And, and it just, and it doesn't take chairman of the county and it doesn't take, um, the senators, the, the, like, it's those grassroots people. It's the grassroots. I, I tell you what, Mark, we got to take a break here real quick. Can you stick over one more segment with us? You bet. Hey, perfect. Stay, hang on the line here. Martin Kimmett with the Republican Party for Park County, Wyoming. we got lots more to get to when we come back. One more segment left on The Voice of Reason for a Friday. Stay here. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. While you listen to the delightful broadcast of The Voice of Reason, don't forget to check us out and follow us on all of our social media sites. Whether you're using Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Minds.com, or Instagram, we're there for you. Find us at Hoosier Reason on any of your social media platforms. You'll see special commentary, links to the articles and news that we use on the show, and videos of the broadcast. Plus, you can directly send us a message on social media during the show to let me know your thoughts. Many already do, and it's a great chat room for all of our great listeners. And you can always sign up for the Patreon site to get exclusive content, maybe hear show products before we air them on the radio, and a lot more. And when you support us on Patreon, you also help the show be able to fight for conservative values each and every day. So it's a win-win. Just find us at Hoosier Reason on all of your social media platforms, or you can find a link to all of our social media sites on our website at HoosierReason.com. We know you're on social media already, so bring some reason into your day. Why? Because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do. Miss part of the show? Don't worry about it. There's plenty of ways to catch the program, and here's how you can do it. First, make sure to tune in every day right here on your favorite radio station. We're here for you. Second, subscribe to the podcast on any of your favorite sites. YouTube and iTunes, Spotify and Google Play, TuneIn, Podbean, and more. Have the show automatically downloaded to your favorite device. Last, visit our website at HoosierReason.com. You can listen to the podcast, catch our special features, and more. It's the voice of reason on radio, TV, and online, helping you defend and preserve this great republic.
Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. Want to reach out to the show? A big part of the program is you, and we want to hear from you. Let us know your thoughts of the show, maybe a guest we've had on the program, or my favorite, when you disagree with something that I talk about. You can email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or send us a message through our website at HoosierReason.com. The show's not about me. It's about you. So be heard and be your own voice of reason. Again, email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or find our contact information at HoosierReason.com. You're listening to The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Welcome back into the program. It goes by way too fast. Your fastest hour of radio on radio. Radio TV plus the live streaming as well. Trying to cram that 10 pounds of reason into that 5-pound bag. Trying to rebrand the millennial generation one radio listener at a time. Thanks for hanging out with us today. We're chatting with Martin Kimmett, Republican chair for the Park County, Wyoming Republican Party. Martin, we appreciate it. Very much. Let's talk about moving forward, trying to unite the Republicans and trying to defeat Democrats at the federal level. As you mentioned, we've done this very well at the state level. But under this Biden administration right now, we're seeing the marathon of 50 plus executive orders, which is absolutely absurd. Uh, He's just trying to ram through whatever he can. And then when they want to do something through Congress, they have the Democrat majority in the House and in the Senate with the tiebreaker of uh, Kamala Harris, Kamala Harris, if they choose to do so. Is there an option? And have you guys, have you heard any talks in the state of Wyoming? I mean, I'm trying to do the same thing here in Kansas and elsewhere. I mean, are there discussions of, you know what, this is going way too radical. Maybe we need to encourage our state elected officials to nullify federal law if it's trying to come down or new federal regulations or new federal programs. Let's just promote the nullification process and say, sorry, we're a sovereign state. We don't want to go down this road of garbage. Is there a discussion to be had there of a way to try to push back from the federal government? Uh, there is. We're doing different things at the, at the state level here in Wyoming. Uh, one of them is a uh, the save save the Second Amendment. Um, mm. It's a pushback on the feds. Um, there, it's been introduced in the Senate and in the House. Um, it at the at the House level, uh, our our representative here, Dan Larson, is, has introduced it. I think we can get that passed. Um, that's what we're, we've got to do that nationwide. And we see that all over the nation um, for what I can see in the news, Andy, um, states pushing back on these federal regulations and the, and these, uh, mandates that, that, um, Joe Biden's, um, pushing, trying to push through and just say, no, you, you can't do that. Yeah. Um, and that's what we need to do. My concern is, is that they're going to, Uh, start dangling the carrot in front of the state of, hey, oh, look at this, you know, COVID relief money and stimulus money and, oh, grants coming into the state to help out. But if you're going to do that, you're going to need to go down our road of of dependency, which is, I mean, we saw John Kasich when he was running for president in 2016 do the same thing. Yeah, I'd like to be an abortion in the state of Ohio, but uh, they would cut my funding for Medicaid and 30% of my state's population's on Medicaid. So I would love to, but I was just kind of out of my hands. I mean, that's what most states are going to have, especially right now, a hard time turning down federal money if it's coming their way to promote a certain agenda. Well, I, I think the state of Texas, um, when they tried that, they just they just told the feds to, um, you know, bugger <laughs> off. That, um, and then we did that in Montana when they did the, the 55 speed limit back in 73 or whenever it was. Um, okay, you want to blackmail us into doing that? Um, then we'll just we'll do it our way. And 
and it was never made a, a, a traffic violation. It was made a it was a waste of natural resources. There's ways around that, but when when we let the federal government buy us, then we're no longer a nation. Right. Yeah. No, you're absolutely we, right. We're dependent on the federal government, and we don't have a democracy. We we don't have a republic. We don't have anything. We're just we're slaves to the federal government, and, and so it's a choice. Yeah. And and we have to make those choices. And sometimes Andy choices aren't easy, and sometimes um, they're 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 tough to live with, but. The reason that we have this nation and and it survived for two hundred and fifty or more years um, is because we made hard choices and we lived by and we did sacrifice. Yeah, and, and we just haven't known as a nation sacrifice for quite some time. If you're a millennial, I think of my children. Um, they're thirty seven and thirty six. They never knew hard times, not like we did, not like my father did, who who grew up during the depression, but. Yeah. You you give this thing four years of the Biden administration, and and you start taking people's rights away and their freedoms away, and I I think in in my mind they're going to be very willing to make those hard choices, to do some sacrifices, and stand for this nation. Yeah, they're going to harden up pretty quick. Yeah, for sure. You're absolutely right. And then we may not have a generation that's leading like this. I am told this is a garbage disposal. <laughs> uh, there it is. Martin Kimmett, uh, Republican chair for Park County, Wyoming. Martin, we appreciate the time, my friend. We're out. Uh, we got about 10 seconds left, but you guys doing okay up there temperature-wise, not losing any power, that sort of thing right now? Uh, no, we had that storm like when we canceled that program on Monday. It was 28 below here, but today it was mm. 40 uh, blue skies and gorgeous. And I just love want it. to invite anyone to come to Wyoming. Andy, thanks for the opportunity. Hey, it's great to talk to you. We'll do it again real soon and definitely have to make my way up to Wyoming some point, Martin. We appreciate that very, very much. That does it for us today. Podcast going up in a little bit. Until then, we're back at it on Monday. Be your own voice of reason. This is the Voice of Reason. I'm Andy Hoosier. Everybody have a great weekend. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier with The Voice of Reason. Fighting for conservative principles seems more difficult all the time. The progressive left seems to find new and creative ways to limit freedom, abuse power, and trample the Constitution each and every day. That's why we need the knowledge, resources, and common sense to push back. And we can help with that. Visit our website at HoosierReason.com. There's some really great stuff for you. You can read the latest blog discussing topical issues and current events. Let us know your thoughts by filling out our monthly survey. Keep track of what I might be doing or where I may be speaking. Listen to the podcast of your favorite guest or show. And check out our latest Voice of Reason product infomercials. Plus, you can find upcoming show schedules and guest lineups to plan your radio listening appropriately. And finally, make sure to become a Hoosier-holic by subscribing to the free newsletter. Stay up to date on the latest news of the show, fun facts of the month, and learn new ways to defend and preserve this great republic. It's all there at HoosierReason.com. Again, HoosierReason.com. Go check it out. Why? Because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do.